0: This ain't your father's podcast. Oh, wait, yeah, it is. You're listening to Stocks and Sandals, where steaks and stocks get seared to perfection. So lace up the grass stained New Balances, crack open an ice cold brewski, and fire up that grill. What's on the menu? Games, baby! Games, baby! <laughs> All right, welcome to the Stocks and Sandals podcast. We are here again with Ace, as always. I am DJ, and today we are joined by one of my favorite guests so far, Max Options Trading. So, welcome to the show.
1: Appreciate you guys. I like Thank you.
2: Choosing favorites because he's one of my favorite
1: too. <laughs> I appreciate you, brother.
0: This is going to be a fun one, guys. Max is a ton of fun. Uh, you might want to turn the volume on your, you know headphones down just a touch yeah definitely turn it down right now (laughs) modify the volume and if you're not wearing
1: headphones (laughs) put them the fuck in (laughs) because you're gonna get a lot of that (laughs) yeah not suitable for
0: work episode (laughs) i'm gonna mark this one as explicit for sure (laughs) yeah uh we just got finished we just finished throwing down a 22 ounce porterhouse is right before here
1: i think i might have broke the world record of time eating a 22 ounce porterhouse that was quick yeah impressive absolutely inhaled Delicious. They said it
2: was for B-roll, but I think the whole time it was just to make me jealous. If you're
0: gonna be it yeah, it's was. not even
1: going to be in any role. It, <laughs> it, was just, yeah. it, was just, it was just to miss you off. It up. was just yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: We just wanted Ace to watch us eat you know, yeah. steak and not get to
2: it. His exact words was this is what you get for not being in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And as you continued yeah. to take another bite. Dude, yeah.
1: the, the whole time I've been here, he's just been apologizing. Like, I'm sorry Ace isn't here. <laughs> you know, it's just it's, it's his character. It's because nobody like, ever wants yeah. to come
0: to meet me. They want to come meet ace and then they get here and ace is on a computer screen I'm yeah dead. everybody's highly disappointed that like, oh i'm just gonna get to hang out with the stock father today yeah. this guy doesn't even trade stocks stock so we'll
1: love it so um, i'm here i'm happy i'm here with the stock me father. too man and that Maybe. Ace did not eat a steak <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you know what fuck you ace. yeah, <laughs> <Darn it>. yeah. <laughs> um
0: no but we uh we had we've already been together like all day we went to the gym together pumping iron he, yesterday we were talking before max came down here and he he's like what do you you know what do you bench like what's your max and before i had a chance to answer he's like he's like oh mine's like 375 415 425 whatever and i'm like oh, sure as hell ain't that yeah. so, like
1: so that well, was fun well, getting, you know, prior to that we were talking about I was like, you know, when you talk about going to the gym with someone, the first thing I'm gonna ask you is how big are you? <laughs> and he's and he's like, Oh, I'm six I'm like, No shit, I'm six one. And I'm like, I'm around this weight. He's like, Oh me too. I'm like, <laughs> we're gonna crush it, baby. And then I led into, so what's your max? And he's like, Well, not so much. You know, I was like, All right, all right.
0: Not that much. I, I've only been lifting for uh, you know, for you know, six to eight months, like routinely and then Different, you know, different type of lifting, but yeah, yeah. he demoralized me for a solid hour this no, morning. No, shouldn't be demoralizing. You know, it's no. the it's the
1: next step in your That's fucking right. in your gym evolution, baby. That's, That's right. what it is. I am a monster <laughs> on chest day. <neck. laughs> <laughs> I yeah, am. I don't do what normal people do. I just look like a big fat guy, but there is some muscle underneath. This. I was impressed. I was yeah.
0: impressed. No, but um no, thank you for joining us. This is Absolutely. obviously I think this is gonna be a super fun episode and we're gonna have you back in the future as well. But <laughs> definitely um you know, we, we got a lot to, to cover, so let's jump in. Ace, you ready to go? Watermelon's locked let's and loaded. Get it.
1: And watermelon is
2: locked and loaded seeds ready to be given
1: seeds <laughs> ready to be I, I was spread <laughs> you know I actually drove all the way up here so ace would give me his seed that's exactly you know? <laughs> that's what it's all about so, you know glad, I'm glad now, huh? yeah glad <laughs> we're able to get that out of there
0: uh, so all right so just start off by telling us who you are uh, you're yeah. not in the Stock days discord so nope. like a lot of our members that are watching this don't aren't gonna know you necessarily okay, okay. but you obviously have a pretty big social media following and you kind of got your own little lane and it's pretty sweet. So just kind of tell us who you are first and then we'll get kind of get into yeah, the trading yeah, stuff. Yeah.
1: So my name's Max on the internet, you, Big Daddy Max, Max Options Trading. I have several different pages on all socials. Uh, full-time professional trader, five years now as my only source of income. I'm a full-time option seller, that's my thing. And I think that's the big thing that separates me and my content um, from everyone else is, you know, I'm in the other side of the field, I'm trying to produce more option sellers in the world, so I think that's the that's the big like when you get to know me and get to know Max, it's like he's produ- he's trying I'm trying to push something that's not as mainstream, mm-hmm. and I think that's an important part of why like uh, the socials and what I'm trying to build is like so unique. I think yeah. it's very very interesting when when you talk to any options trader who's trying to get into it. They want to buy options. Yeah. But when you come to my world, I'm going to call you an idiot and say, why? Mm. And then, you know, I really want that why. And if you don't give me a defined why, then come on over to my world. You know what I mean? Come on, come on over to Big Daddy Max's side of things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was very cool. So tell us about, about your background because you have a pretty, you like, different background yeah. as well. Like, yeah. Into, like, what did you do before you were a trader?
1: So I've lived a full life in the last decade. You Like, you could honestly say that. I uh, From, you know, first off, I'm a high school dropout. Dropped out after ninth grade, not, didn't even make it to 10th, mm. Ninth grade, high school dropout. Uh, get to college, party animal, the day of my finals, what do I do? Whole bunch of drugs and partying the night before and I fail out of college, twice, mm. <laughs> out of a community college and to the university. So it's like, damn, mm. go home, just really just being, you know, nothing, nothing going on for me. And then uh, I join law enforcement. Just my brother Jim, my brother Jim was like, listen, you gotta clean your shit up. Come come do what I'm doing up in Tampa. You know, I'm doing some law enforcement. I think you'll be good at it. So, all right, so you gotta get in shape, you gotta get clean, and we'll get you going. So, I, I joined law enforcement. I went to the Law Enforcement Academy at Pasco-Hernando Community College. Uh, that was back in, fuck, uh, 2008. I was an like 18-year-old. Cleaned up, got it going, I wind up uh, going into corrections. Worked at the prison system for mm-hmm. three, four years. Sheriff's deputy office, and then from there I enlisted in the military. A lot of my friends were in the reserves. I was gonna go join the reserves, and then I was like, for some reason I was like, fuck the reserves, they're pussies, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go be a, <laughs> go fucking full-time. i want to be a paratrooper. Uh, so then I went and uh, joined the army, five years, full-time. Uh, paratrooper the whole time, and then I got out, got into sales. So another life switch that I did not expect to happen. If you asked me at 20, if I would ever be in the military, I'd say fuck no. And if you asked me at 25, if I'd ever be a salesman, I'd say no, and I'd be in the military. So it just, this continuous life switch. Did very well in sales and contracting. Um, and the whole time, this is when I got into shares heavily. 2018, mm-hmm. out of the military, I started trading equities and shares. I had some capital built up. And my brother in 2019 was like, or just the end of 2018 was like, hey, I think you should check out options. I'm like, what the fuck is an option? What option? And he's like, just check it out. Look it up. I think you'll be good at it. I was like, all right, cool. And then the journey had begun.
0: Love it. That's really cool. It's an interesting background. I love that you're a veteran. Thank you for your service. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, And uh, so I'm interested, do you have like kind of a, you know, a pretty big military following and stuff. Do you do you feel like that helps? You know, kind of relate to those type of people and stuff like yeah, that. Like, I
1: definitely have a military law enforcement following. Um, I give them all free everything. You're a military guy. You need free education, free class, free sesh, free free membership, whatever. You can come over. I'm giving it to you because that's that's how my blood bleeds. You know what I mean. I yeah. have nothing but the utmost respect for every veteran, every military guy, and yeah, yeah. You a gun guy? yeah of course i'm a good guy <laughs> okay. i just installed a new uh shelf in my in my studio so when i'm making my content right right about three feet over my left head i got a hidden gun shelf i just installed it looks really nice and i just put a glock 17 in that bad boy so i do have a few weapon systems in the house what's your favorite what's your like dream gun my dream gun if i could get my hands on it ever would be an m4 you know from the military you have a government issued military weapon it's like you know, I'm not going to do the paperwork and try and right. get that going. I I'd love to custom build my own M4 again. I guess the closest you're going to get to that's an AR 15. So if I had to guess, custom AR 15, really unique, personalized, fits my, you know, nice railing system for my C grip. I have some cool military certs. So, like special response team tactics one and two, I'm urban sniper qualified, so like be on any SWAT team in the nation through the Department of Defense. So you put a. Uh, an M110 sniper rifle or anything better in my hand, and uh, I'll probably put a hole in anything within 300 meters.
0: Uh, certified badass. Yeah. Ace Once upon a, a time. Ace yeah. uh, Ace I'm over a, here, all Canadian, <laughs> not doing anything with my
2: Nerf
0: gun. <laughs> that That's nerf. what I was going to say. Ace can you know, be sitting in Canada. <laughs> yeah. like, what is like, yeah. what is this I'll, even? So you must be a gun guy. <clears throat> uh, no, nah, I wouldn't say I, I have a I have a gun. I'm not a, I wouldn't say I'm a gun guy, but yeah. um, I enjoy being able to protect my family let's just say it's a great
1: tool to have and not need you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yep and need and not have you know have it's one of those items to me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think that i'm a trained professional obviously right now florida's the wild fucking west you you don't even ace i don't know if you know this but with new law that came out in july 1st of last year you don't even need a concealed permit anymore in florida anybody over the age of 18 with a legal firearm can carry. So it's we're in the wild west down here baby. So I think uh, you know I'm I'm a trained professional in military systems and weapons. I'm cool with that. I have a, I have a concealed mm-hmm, and all that.
0: For sure. So talk about uh like how your military background kind of has helped you with trading and kind of, you know, been a part of your trading journey whether it's direct or indirect. Oh
1: yeah. I'm, well let me ask you this and this will lead me into my answer. What's the number one reason traders
0: fail? Well, let's ask Ace that question. Ace, what's the number
1: one reason <laughs> traders fail?
2: So the number one reason why traders fail is I always resorted back into what I call the overs. I coined this like a few years ago. And I'm like, you know what? This is actually perfect. It covers all the bases in terms of why uh, traders fail in general. Number one reason is because of their discipline, right? But it leads to what I call the overs. Those overs are over trading overanalyzing, overconfidence, and over leveraging. At the end of the day, those cover all basis of why the traders fail.
1: Perfect, that's a wonderful answer. That's a wonderful Thank answer. You. So discipline and emotions, right? And risk management. So I will always say this, if you watch my content, my videos, you'll hear me say this over and over and over. Emotional management, risk management, and size management are all the same things to me in trading. Your risk is based on your size, and that impacts your emotions. They are all directly correlated. So for me, having the discipline to enter a trade without emotion, without knowing, knowing my size, knowing my risk, knowing the two outcomes, I'm gonna win or I'm gonna lose, and they're both okay, you know, because I can go past this point. That, to me, that comes from my military background. The, I get a, the biggest thing I get is, how are you so patient? And I'm always like, have you ever heard of hurry up and wait, motherfucker? Mm -hmm. Where you have to go do an airborne operation. You're not getting even rigged up in your parachute till 10 a.m. But for some reason at 3 a.m. I'm in front of the company freezing my ass off because the trickle down effect. One guy says be there at nine. The next guy says we better be there at eight. The next guy says, all right, let's make it seven. So definitely learn patience and discipline more than anything from my military career that superseded anything in my trading you know yeah yeah
2: so you said something max that really hits me
1: what what did I, I say? It was what,
2: like, what what is <laughs> that size and, and emotions are directly correlated <laughs> I'm very emotional about
0: my size. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing, but I wasn't going to say it. I was like,
1: size makes me emotional too. Right. <laughs> hey, I mean, listen, you can take that statement and it's applicable it to many to, things. pretty know, much you know, all size makes you emotional. That's right. For lack <laughs> thereof, Sometimes you know? larger size makes you happy. Sometimes larger size makes you very sad and yeah. vice versa. So I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't know, but it, it sounds
0: cool. Yeah. That but sounds the great theory. Like, yeah. Oh, man. No, no but uh, speaking of uh, discipline, yeah. speaking of size even, I guess, and take size in a different direction, you're down 60 pounds in
1: six months, right? Not, uh, five months, five yeah. Months down so. 60 pounds. Yeah, I'm doing this thing. I challenged myself um, last year to really just focus on my health And so I created my own little pounds and profits challenge. Like, can I make 100 grand and can I focus on my health first and lose 100 pounds? Mm -hmm. So I'm down 60 pounds as of right now, since August 25th, which I think we're coming up, February 5th will be six total months on that. So I'm doing such a wonderful job. I mean, I'm, I'm really focused on it. I haven't broke. Um, one time I promised my wife a cheat meal and my cheat meal was a JB roll and we split a pad thai. So like, mm-hmm. you know, in moderation, I think that, and it was just a great reset for me because I haven't had a carb, I'm doing the carnivore diet and like several other things that most, you know, you take a lot of things out. Um, but the 60 pounds, and that's another thing, right? We go back to the discipline. Like if you, if I have the discipline to lose 60 to a hundred pounds, that's another thing that I know I'm going to, it just, it's going to pump my confidence in my mark in my trading through the roof because mm-hmm. I got the discipline to do one thing. I can roll that over into other aspects of my life. Right. And I'm going to, I'm, I could say this right now with confidence. I'm going to lose that 100 That's hundred awesome. and maybe more. That's awesome. Yep. Good
0: for you. I I struggle with the diet more than anything. Like I can go to the gym three four times a week and love it. Yeah. You know, every second of it. But man, it just comes down to eating, comes down eating to diet. Better, food just so damn good, you know.
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> and that's why I found the diet that worked best for me. You know, is just I'm a meat eater. Mm-hmm. I love eating meat. Like a fat steak for lunch. Hold me over, three, four o'clock. Now I can go grab a chicken breast or two and I'm good for the day. Yeah. I feel fulfilled. You know, my body's <clears> happy. <throat> I maybe I'm, you know, lacking some of the, you know, green nutrients and everything. But I gotta tell you, before this diet, I didn't fuck with vegetables anyway. I didn't <laughs> like I don't like them. I think they taste like ass and they smell like ass, and I'm not a fan. So Preach. yeah. So, you know, this is all my personal opinion, by the way. <laughs> I am no in means a nutritionist or anything, but I could tell you. Sixty pounds off looks pretty damn good. I'm, you know, yeah, going to a hundred, baby. Absolutely, huge kudos to you, man. That's a huge
2: accomplishment.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate that. You know, the trading in the hundred pounds and hundred k, I'm, I'm about a twenty seven to thirty thousand in profit. So, thirty uh, percent <laughs> completion right there, sixty percent completion right here. But it's health and wealth, right? You know, you're a, you're a student athlete. It's health and wealth. So the, the important things always come first.
0: Yeah, Ace is a fitness guru.
1: Are you?
2: I was a personal trainer for a long time inside of the fitness scene since I could remember. actually got a job because they just kept seeing me at the gym and I was just chilling there with a lot of friends like, bro, why don't you just make money here as well? I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. So I ended up working there, uh, eventually becoming a personal trainer, working downtown, doing that full time while I was in college and then also competing competitively in powerlifting.
0: So he my should have been. Guy. He would have been able. Wait, to, why, why was he, he, he would have, not here? He would have been able to keep up with you this morning. Oh you know, yeah? Weights, yeah. Oh, I would have pumped, I would have. I would have. I would have
2: pushed
1: it up. Then, I, I know, mean,
2: like pound it, for pound, I probably have you in terms of. Oh yeah, pound for pound, you're, for you're pound, definitely pushing.
1: Pound more for more pound, more you got me. You. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not very good pound for pound. Yeah. My well, max is only. I'm not very. Yeah. My max is only 130 to 150 over my body weight. So it's not. You know, pound for pound, it's not it's the most impressive numbers. It's pretty damn good still, numbers. man. It's pretty good. Yeah. Damn. Hey man, this is like, I, I you're wish... pushing
2: a 400 bench? I mean, that's
0: ridiculous. Oh, regardless. I could push
1: a 400 bench. I, yeah, well, next yeah, yeah. time, next time, Ace, we'll definitely have to get a session in together, brother. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. For
0: sure. So this is, uh, I, you know, before, you know, you coming down here i got to know you a little bit better and asked you know some questions about yourself and stuff and one of the things that uh you know you you mentioned that i loved i'm super excited to talk about this with both of you because you both do the same thing but oh boy so you play league of legends when you trade right and i want to get into this because this is like near and dear to my heart lately and ace knows exactly where i'm going with this but like Mm -hmm. So Ace, Ace plays Fortnite when he trades sometimes. And we've had a couple of, uh, we've had a couple of members in the last, you know, month or so who have left and left a negative review basically saying, oh, well, Ace just sits there and plays, you know, Fortnite while he's trading and like, like the trade could be down or whatever. And he's just playing Fortnite. Like he doesn't care. And I'm just really interested to talk to, because you do similar things. So it's, you uh, know, not you similar. <laughs> identical. I'll enter a
1: trade, and I will be logging into a game at the same time. Yep, so talk yep.
0: about that. So why, why do you play when you trade? What does that do for you?
1: Listen, it, Listen, what it boils down to for me is, one, gaming is a hobby of mine. I'm game for years. I'm like one of those old nerds on the original computer playing World of Warcraft when it came out. Like raiding and shit when I'm 14 years old. Like I'm a gamer, man. I've been a gamer my whole life. And League of Legends for me is a fun ass game and what that brings for me is li- like li- trading is stressful as fuck, man. This it is so damn stressful. I just put 15 grand into a credit spread that I'm getting a return on might go wrong. I might lose three or four thousand dollars in the next few hours. That is stressful, knowing regardless. Subconsciously, that's stressful, and being being to pursue one of your hobbies, that going to the gym sh- sh- takes the stress off. I get to get and make a health gain. Going to log in and play League of Legends, it takes the stress off for me and I get to focus on something else and maybe I get the dub. Maybe I fucking, you know, get a nice win and I get to feel good about myself while I'm doing something that's highly stressful, subconscious on the body. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is for me. And I enjoyed really doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So why do you do it Ace? Let's talk about this. I mean, it's
2: the exact same concepts, right? When you're in a trade, you've entered for a reason. You've entered for a purpose. At the end of the day, if your analysis is correct, it's either going to touch your PT or it's going to hit your SL. Regardless, that's already managed and that's on the table. Why not just remove the emotional aspect out of it instead of constantly just sitting there staring at the chart when it's already going to play out the way that it's intended to and just go enjoy yourself. So for me, it's more like, "Eh, you know what? Exactly like Max said, I'm going to go play Fortnite, get my mind distracted off of this trade instead of thinking like, man, I'm probably down $5,000. I actually don't keep... The monetary amount is only percentage on my chart. So for me, I'm just like, man, that's probably a drawdown 25. percent I'm probably down a good four, five k, six k here. And at the end of the day, instead of sweating it, I'm just gonna kill some people on Fortnite or get my ass killed, regardless. Gee, but it's uh, fine. I love
1: what you said about knowing the outcomes of the trade. And he felt good mm-hmm. when he entered it. He followed his plan. Mm-hmm. He knows the outcomes. Why not? Right. You know what I mean? Listen, like if you want to sit in front of a computer all day. Mm-hmm and give your attention to that trade, that's fine. But it's not gonna change the outcome. Right. You know, like those schmucks that wear their, I gotta wear my dirty favorite team jersey because that's my good luck charm. <laughs> like, you know, right. and what in the astrology do you think's gonna happen today? Right. You know, so uh, I can't, you're perfect what he said. You know the intentions going in, you know the outcomes. Yeah. So why can't I blow off steam as a trader full time, right. you know? Yeah, I think that
0: that's what I've noticed too is like I we had talked and everybody that watches this regularly knows I don't trade yet. But like seeing that comment or those negative reviews almost like highlighted it almost made me feel better about Ace as a trader because he can sit there and emotionally remove himself from the play, just trust his analysis, you know, like he can get in there do what he's supposed to do, and doesn't freak out over everything. He's like, we've had people that are like, "Oh, well Ace is laughing when the play's down." Yeah, because like Ace trusts his system. He knows what he can do. He knows how his win rate's super high. Like he understands that like, okay, I'm down. It doesn't change anything long term. Right? It's almost it's one like trade.
2: people expect me to be sad or to be worried whenever we're down on a trade. Like, oh man, when are we gonna cut? We're we gonna cut now. It's like I have my SL set. I know the level I need to cut at. So, why am I going to worry Dude, up until that point? You
1: Makes have no sense. an SL set. To me, all right, you guys want to hear something that I always preach about? Listen to this the stop loss. Do you do a mental stop loss? Do you have a hard stop loss, right? People look at a stop loss as it's like a negative thing. Well, I don't want to set a stop loss. You know, I think that comes from maybe like the futures traders who, you know, I do live futures trading. I got to tell you, my stop loss gets fucking wicked and back, like the intention was there. And mm-hmm. I'll get wicked and I'll be like, what the fuck just happened, right? But people have this <laughs> negative like connotation about stop yeah. losses. But you know what stop losses should be? You know, this is the analogy that I use, right? Losing a trade with a stop loss should feel like, have you ever gone for a run early in the morning, maybe a 5K or some kind of scheduled run? You get to the start line. Every, every run I did in the military, this is how it went. I get there. I gotta take a shit, my stomach hurts, oh, I'm not stretched, I'm not good, it's not gonna work, and this is gonna be the worst thing ever. Like You're just immediately like, oh, this is not good. That's what most people feel like when they set a stop loss. But how it should feel like is what comes when you finish that three mile run. I'm the man, that was awesome, I feel great, I'm so happy we did that, I'm glad it's over, I can't wait to shower and just go about my great day because I crushed my first goal of the day. Mm-hmm. That's how a stop loss should feel like the end of a run and not the beginning, because it's there as a tool to make you feel better and less emotional about what you're doing, which is high risk, right? Right, And that's the way I, always, I always try and look at it now. I
2: completely, that's so fucking good, man.
1: You like that, baby? my thing has always been, like, like I that? fucking
2: love it. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's all about mitigating your risk, right? So to me, it's just like, you own a brand new car, get your insurance. What is a stop loss? That's an insurance for your play. You are now secure to that downside drawdown and say if it does get hit, whatever, who cares? Because you were protected. Correct. Because now, next thing you know, it does draw down huge. You're still fucking that play without an SL. Now you're fucked.
1: You just lost that whole car.
2: And who sold you
1: that insurance policy? Big Daddy Max did. They <laughs> need selling the options. That's right. Let's go. So so let's let's
0: talk about we're going to talk about more in your strategy like when we have you back, but I do yeah. want to get into it some in this episode as well. So Definitely. Let's talk about that whole selling options versus buying options, and just kind of talk about what separates you and your style from you know what what's traditionally seen out there. The
1: traditional method of options traders come to Google the free use or the free resources. They come to YouTube. They find a person like Ace to follow on social media who's, who's doing it. They they peak, it peaks their interest right, and then they say, okay, there's this options market, and this options market can be a great tool to make income. It could be a great tool for me to lose. They possibly get an understanding of the risk. But what they never know, for some reason, it's not mainstream, is that there's a sell button instead of a buy, that you literally just click on the buy button and it turns red and t- turns into a sell button. And I feel like there's this, oh, you c- it, you know, it, it immediately eliminates the get rich quick people because they know that, oh, I can't get rich quick doing this. It immediately eliminates the people that have because they feel like, I can't really make money doing this. What am I gonna make $100 a day on my five grand and go all in? Eliminates them. So I mean, out of those two groups, we probably just eliminated 90% of new retail traders if we're being honest here, right? Right. Um, And then you get the people that have this thought process of you do need hundreds of thousand dollars to sell options, wrong. You do need a um, basis of knowledge to sell options, correct. But it's totally different from buying. So I don't really wanna learn that. I don't don't want to take the time to relearn something that I just learned, right? And I just don't feel like it's very well spread. I don't think the knowledge in selling options was properly pushed out into the world where it was easily understandable. And that's why I try and break everything down like army level. You you know the military is written on an eighth grade level. The army is written because we're fucking rock eaters, baby. You're dealing with just dumb people. (laughs) (laughs) And... That's what I try to do. I try to break it down to the point where, hey, you can realize option selling is simple and you don't need this massive amount of capital, but I can promise you that I can help you build consistency. I can help you build confidence. I can even develop a strategy where you can buy your options, have your fun, but sell first, you know what I mean? Sell first, ask questions later. Don't go into the casino going wanting to play blackjack. Be the dealer. Mm-hmm. Be the one handing out those chips and those cards. That, to me, was the no-brainer. The The biggest switch, because I started off my career as an options buyer. I was extremely fortunate and lucky. I did not know what the fuck I was doing. I'm one of the rare stories that people, you know, they always say, you know, I lost this much before I became profitable. I lost this much before I became profitable. I never lost. Right. I was wildly profitable. Like extremely lucky. I was at the end of a Donald Trump bull era where someone said, hey, buy calls on Tesla, Apple, AMD, Amazon, and uh, wait, wait two weeks. And I'd be like, I made 30 grand. My first week of options trading ever, I made $35,000 and I had no idea what I was doing. And it just continued like that. Um, but then the picture had been painted for me that I had created some wealth and I went from risk management wasn't enough for me. Wealth preservation was the mode that I needed to be in. And I feel like that's when I started searching for something new. And then I stumbled upon option selling. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Ace, hey, so you do some option selling from time to time, right? Uh,
2: so funny enough, the time when Max probably started was the time where I was utilizing a lot of spreads uh, and selling contracts, doing the wheel strategy, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah. Not too much so, I want to call myself a connoisseur by any means or saying that I do it on a daily basis, don't get yeah. me wrong. Uh, but I did go to school for finance where we did cover a lot of option selling. So for me, it was already familiar. I just had to execute it. So whenever I did see a lot of like consolidating markets, all that kind of stuff, especially during COVID where a lot of these uh, gaps would happen and institutional involvement would happen after the market closed. It would happen after, uh, nothing would happen during introcession. So during intercession, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do here? Like, there's no room for day trading. It's just going to move sideways. I'm going to get burnt on theta. These Greeks are going to fuck me and we're not seeing any percentage move. Okay. What can I do? Exactly what Max said. Now we're not looking at anything but capital preservation here. How can I make sure that I'm keeping my capital, obviously still making sure that it's compounding and having something that's consistently growing in the background for meals, making sure I have longer swings so that I can actually hold it through these overnight. Uh, uh, institutional involvement plays, but also making sure that I can play uh a lot of these tighter spreads as well. So, yeah,
1: that's cool great. Stuff that's amazing. Also, Bro, if you, if you wanna, another go thing ahead, you go brought ahead.
2: up, another thing you brought up was the fact that you just never lost. I think it's hilarious because I think it was like the first or second episode that I had here with DJ was the fact that like my progress has been linear as shit because once <laughs> yes. it clicks, it clicks. Like I don't see the need for a huge drawdown. Like once you're making money do everything in your power to keep the money but most importantly how do you continue to make money while making sure that you're keeping your money so for me that's always been my thing in my head where i'm like it just makes sense how does this not click for people and it's exactly what you said it's the people that are trying to get rich quick yeah it's how can i multiply my dollar and see the same return day in and day out it's not gonna happen
1: you know what it is to me man it's snowboarding Anybody who's went skiing or snowboarding, you busted your ass the first day, you fucking regretted going out the second day, but then the third or fourth day, something just happens and you're like, I can carve now, I, can, I don't need any help, I'm getting off the lift just fine and it clicks, you just get it and if you just don't get it after, honestly, after a shorter period of time, just stop, like I tell people all the time, like listen, this is just maybe high risk investing, you have the balls to do it, right? but maybe this type of high risk investing isn't for you if it hasn't clicked by now because you've have poured everything in, you know what I mean? So I think what you said is is spot on. And yeah, I, um, I never had blown an account in my life. Yeah. I had made wild amounts of that money <laughs> without knowing what I was doing. I'm talking Robinhood open, six figures in the account, I better average down on that one. It looks like it's red today. Ah, better average in on that one. It looks like it's red today. Next day, okay, seven thousand. I'll take this one. Okay, nine thousand. I'll take this one.
0: It's
1: like I was in denial that it was real. You know,
0: I've blown a lot of accounts. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I hear. I, I hear can't that. Relate to you guys at all? Yeah, I. <laughs> I, I. I think you're the first other like full time trader that I met that was like. Nah, I've just been good. You know, like, it's very rare. Yeah. You always hear the story about how much you've lost. 1st I'm like, nah, I don't yeah. know that story. Yeah. You know,
0: it sounds like Like I, it's, <laughs> it's. I think it's because that for a lot of people it doesn't click as well or as easily or as quickly as it did for you guys. And I think that that's something that a lot of people struggle with the emotional side or the. The discipline side, but it sounds like by nature, you know, you're a disciplined human being like you've gone through things like uh, the military and law enforcement to become a disciplined person. So like you have that discipline and same thing with Ace coming from a fitness background and and actually like a financial like degree and stuff like that where he understood how it has to work for it to be successful. So I think a lot of people who, you know, like myself for example, I've blown several accounts cuz and I continue to do so to this day cuz I still never take the time to really learn how to trade but I'll full pour it into anything just cuz I'm a gambler, yeah. you know, or I like to just like You're not a trader. You're I'm a not, degenerate. I'm not yeah. right. I'm just a I'm a I'm an ape, you know, or whatever. Um but I do I can see where it's like, you know, it's not a common trait that what you guys share with that, but I think it is cool, and I think it shows that it really does just take discipline, but if you can get that discipline, then you're you know in good shape. You guys just kind of came in. Any, came the anyone
1: game can make it trading. Mm-hmm. It is the most individualized battle, however, and career in the world, I feel. It is you versus you, and it always will be and if you master yourself and your discipline and your emotions you can be a successful risk taker in life mm. in anything and that's what it boils down to really it's
0: good it's a good Couldn't point agree more. so let's uh let's kind of backpedal a little bit and you know so for, it seems like for you guys it's and you play your video games and and it seems like trading has been like you know kind of a fun ride because you know it's kind of been a, a straight up you know, thing. So let's let's talk about. Do you guys view uh, trading like a video game? In in some ways, like is it? Do you approach it
1: the same way you would approach a video game? <laughs> Fuck no. Okay. I've never been as stressed in my life, <laughs> and, and sometimes I'm trading. You know, I've taken six figure losses uh-huh. in a day. There ain't no video game on earth that I can lose and be like, <laughs> feel that feeling. You know right. what I mean? They're, they're, I've lost money, real money mm. on some stupid shit. $20,000 right. on a Costco earnings. Gone. Mm. 99.8% gone when I wake up. So, well, that didn't go my way. Right. Ain't no video game in the world will ever put a pit like that in my stomach. Mm. So video games, like I said, it's a de- it's the total opposite. Trading is so stressful. And running it down on some League of Legends and whooping some 13-year-old ass, (laughs) that is not stressful.
0: (laughs) What about you? Do you approach it like a video game? I'm going to be
2: honest. Even when I was younger, I don't know what it was. I was never really into gaming. I feel like the only thing where I'm like, whoa, I really love this, was Warcraft, Reign of Chaos, and Frozen Throne. Those two were like my start to like gaming. Other than that, I'm like... Never really had a console, didn't really pick up an Xbox. I think I've got one, like my grade eight graduation, I bought it off of like my godparents paying it for me. And I'm just like, I don't want this shit. Like, I don't care for this. Like, give me a book, give me a basketball, give me anything to do physically. I don't want to sit in front of a screen. I hate this shit. Now that I'm forced to do it, I'm like, okay, what other avenues do I have? (laughs) Fortnite, cool, let me do
0: this.
2: (laughs) So I don't relate it at all to trading in all honesty. Is there some correlation? I guarantee you can find one. There's one in everything, uh, but like strategy
1: overall, or you know, it's stra- like stuff I play like a that, strategy game. Yeah. yeah, I follow my exactly. strategy. Yeah, like you could say, you know, I truly have a love for what I do because it allows me to live the life that I want to live, mm-hmm. and I love video games for that because it's part of that, right? right? So you like he Ace nailed it on the head right there. I like, feel like really what, right on the
0: head. I, I, and I guess where I'm going with this is that I feel like. It's. i'm glad that both of you said that no it's nothing like a video game because where i was going with this is i kind of feel like a lot of new traders myself included sometimes view it like it's a video game where it's like okay you know like you you go out and play a video game you die you just restart at a checkpoint right yeah you know reload like, that again yeah, baby right. you know just right? like if i go and I, port and I lose it i'll just reload yeah. it you know like it's money i can afford to lose but like you know, once you start to get into like real trading and like with real money, and you're no longer just like doing it for you know fun or a side hobby or whatever, like you don't have that ability in in trading to just be like, oh, I'll die, go back at a checkpoint. Yeah, well, that means you just lost, you yeah. know, hundred k. And is that something that you can just go back to a checkpoint and start over? Correct. You know, unless not you're one of the
1: unless you're one of these like scam. Scammer motherfuckers that's just paper trading and showing mm-hmm. these. Re- you know, I, I'm all in zero DTE, right. a thousand calls and puts at the same time, and I'm posting the winner on Twitter. Right. Like, you know, that's that's a game to this. There is you're in a so, thousand like I, constantly
2: hedging. Yeah, yeah. In a position for a win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly so, you, what you know
1: what? I feel about. like if you're going to associate real trading to gaming, then you're probably on the wrong side of my, you're probably not a person I want to be around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're probably on the other side of the field. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So that's, that's good. So you, you, you do a lot of teaching, you do a lot of education. Like that's something that you're passionate about. You mentioned, I want to know kind of like, you know, what drives that passion and like ACE, you share that same passion. And, and I, I hear a lot, you know, like, uh, from people on social media well if you were so good at trading like why don't you just trade all the time and why are you you know charge for you know classes or charge for a discord like You know why do you want to educate people like when you can just do it yourself? So like let's talk about that a little bit.
1: That is something that I get. You know you see all the the Twitter haters, all the social media haters. That's that's a key line. Mm -hmm. If you're so good at trading, then why do you have a paid room? Why do you have a paid this? And then you can make the analogies to professional athletes. Like oh why 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 aren't they playing ball for free? LeBron James is Michael Jordan with the best ever to do it. Why don't they do it for free? Mm -hmm. Because you deserve to be paid for your talents when you're bringing. Value in entertainment, right? right? So, like, I always say, yes, I love educating. I have, I'm probably one of the few. You, there's a, a lot of discords out there that some people don't even get to interact with the the, the person making alerts, signals, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I have dive into anything, customers, questions, everything, because education is, you know, the you earn and then you learn, or, or you learn and then you remove the L, whatever mm-hmm. stupid fucking <laughs> infographic that is, right? But it's true. But it's <laughs> right. true. And and then the uh, the earning port the learning portion is is my favorite because like Ace said earlier I think there's nothing more rewarding than watching a student's aha moment that to me is better than any winning trade mm-hmm. that is the best thing to me because you're teaching someone how to fish you literally are teaching someone how to fish you're providing value to their life that if they lo- start really digging in and focusing they can do something for themselves and I think that's like that's better than anything in the trading world for me mm. is, is that education process. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How do you feel about that ACE? Cause I know that we get a, you know, our, our share of those types of comments and stuff as well. Well, if face is so good. Oh. Or if you guys are so good at trading, why do you, you know, why do you charge for discord? What are your thoughts on that? Well, we charge because I, mean, I don't trade. So that's where I'm my money. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. Genius. I mean, what about you
2: on the nail over there? So like exactly what he said, if- We're so talented, we should be compensated for all the hard work that we are putting in. But not only that, if it was a free room, it would just be filled with a lot of degenerate people who are not willing to invest in themselves, or it's only a cheap fee of whatever the monthly cost might be uh, per stock room or whatever the case is, whatever platform they're using. Right. So you're kind of mitigating uh, through the noise that way in terms of like getting rid of the gamblers and the people who are actually willing to invest in themselves. so that's thing number one thing, number two, in, in terms of just giving people the knowledge, we offer a lot of free resources in terms of, I'm pretty sure DJ, you just posted on the story today in terms of like a free ebook or something along those lines, we're on Twitch, I'm on YouTube every single day, showing my charts day in and day out, um, so on and so forth. So that knowledge aspect is there for you guys to utilize. If you guys want anything further than that, that's the thing. why do you go to school? Why do you pay for school same exact concepts there right you're gonna pay to become knowledgeable and exactly what mac said once you learn you can remove the l and you can start earning
0: well i mean i think even from like a business perspective or just like straight up i mean we live in a capitalist country right i mean like you you build and you learn skills and then you can monetize those skills and you should be able to monetize those skills and you should be able to you know be reimbursed for the time and the effort that you put into something right so you make content you educate people it helps people it's it's a way for you to diversify your you know your income stream right you know like we we talk a lot like you don't have to be a full-time trader uh you can trade and work and you can have like different streams of income like obviously being a full-time trader is a great goal to have it's not something that everybody's necessarily gonna achieve, but you know, people get into real estate, people, you know, do a lot of things to diversify the income. Having a business and teaching and being reimbursed for teaching a skill that you've learned is also a way to diversify and have other income, which L- is something that Listen, you should actually be able to
1: do. I do not wanna be in a room. And you can associate this as a metaphor or an actual discord room. I do not wanna be in a room with someone who's not a like-minded individual as myself. Mm-hmm. If you're not willing to pay for education to grow and learn a skill that could bring monetary value, any kind of value to your life, if you're not one of those people that's willing to pay for that, then maybe I'm not a good fit for it to be in your life. And mm-hmm. what you brought up with real estate, my best friend in the army, my buddy Ryan, is now a multi-millionaire real estate guy. Probably much massive success. I mean, way better than me. You're gonna see this guy in books one day because of just mm-hmm. how great he is, right? Another veteran success story. He paid for a two-night mastermind last month, $7,000. Two days. He wasn't even in the room with them for more than six hours, these guys. But they were the next level. He, They are what he wants to be, that next level eight-figure, nine-figure entrepreneurs in real estate. And he, he had to be in that room. It was like a must for him. Mm-hmm. And for him to have that drive, that must, I have to, he didn't see $7,000 at all. You know what he told me when he was done? I said, how was it, bud? And he said, I think I just added six figures to my portfolio this year in that one, two-day session. And that, in my mind, is the mindset. That's the, fu- oh my God, when he right. said that, I was fucking hard as a rock baby i was like (laughs) yes i was like that's what i'm talking about and that to me you know what i mean that's that that's that guy i want to be around Mm -hmm. who's investing in him. you're making investment in yourself your education right and if you if you feel like a hundred dollars a month for value i've made thirty thousand dollars live in the last five months if you pay me five hundred dollars and you don't think that's a fair value switch Go right. fuck yourself. Like, you know, <laughs> right. go somewhere else. It's that right. simple to me. Yeah. You know, if you don't see it, then I don't see it.
0: Right. And this isn't a sales pitch for, you know, discords or anything like that. But I'd it's almost a, for me, it's a word of caution for the people who seek out the ones who do all of this stuff for free, like completely for free. Because if you're not paying for a product, you are the product. And I would be really hard pressed to find... A lot of people who are actually truthfully good at what they do and will give away all of their secrets and stuff for totally free, without there being something behind the curtains that you being there and you being in that corner is doing for them in a different way. And a lot of times, it's a little bit more nefarious. There's a
1: there's a few. Yeah, but they will come to our side, right? Because they're going to realize that man, I just give away a good product, and that product deserves that eventually, to have eventually yeah. it happens and you know what this is a new genre we're in a new niche Right? Discord trading groups, this wasn't around 10 years ago. No, This is a brand new field. Thank you, COVID. People had to find a way to make money and started searching how to make money online and found options and found discords. Thank you, GameStop and AMC and the February to April 2021 meme stock rally. Thank you for all that because it brought all of these new retail traders to our niche. And it's a niche, unfortunately, that's extremely saturated and overpopulated with scammers. Mm-hmm. And fuckheads that ruin it for good names like yourself. Right. You guys run a legit business and operation. I am personally mind-blown at what you guys have accomplished. Appreciate I think it's that. amazing. Yeah, and I, I like applaud all of the success. I really do. I, I'm like, damn. <laughs> I was ace, ace. I, I was like, damn. These, these stock dads you, you can't see
2: anything are the real fuck. Yeah, I was like, screen. this is the
1: real fucking <laughs> deal here I'm dealing with. I'm like, damn. You know, made me feel a little underdressed. No, but, but it's, uh, unfortunately, when you go on Instagram right now, you're going to see how many stock dad pages.
0: Mm, oh, my gosh. 40. Like how many ridiculous. aces are in the
1: world? How many big daddy maxes and maxes? I mean, there's hundreds of scammers. And I think that portion of it is where we get that negative, you know, mm-hmm. that, that dark cloud that's forever going to be over our field. Because yeah. you could legit change someone's life. But it don't matter because someone else is going to see it as, a you know, you might have did it for one, but, you know, you let one bad, one bad thing, one bad review. Mm-hmm. It's going to shadow the nine customers that are there to really learn. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's, it's unfortunate.
0: It's it unfortunate. is. I mean, I personally followed our own Stock Dads page for my personal page. And I got like 20 friend requests from other Stock Dads pages, literally sending me DMs trying to pretend to be me. To me. Yes. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, I'm the CEO of StockDest. I'm like, oh, oh I, that's interesting. Yeah, I get
1: the same exact <laughs> thing. very interesting. I get Let's the talk. same exact thing. And I said, I tell Mike, I'm sure you guys do the same thing to my f- fan base and to all my subscribers, to all my followers. I will never DM you first. And I think that's the one thing across the board. Mm-hmm. We're not out here trying to like push sales in that way like. And I always say this and I'm trying not to be harsh but I don't give a fuck how your trading's going. How was your trade, <laughs> sir? It's always the same. I don't give a line. fuck. Yeah, it's the Hi, same two lines. How's your, lines? How's your today? trade today, yeah, right. sir? Have you and then if anyone knows about me, uh very passionate thing that I'm very verbal about is I think crypto is a fucking scam. Mm-hmm. I Ooh, hate cryptocurrency. I don't think I told you that. Mm-mm. But if you follow me long enough, you'll know there's a post coming on my way to Orlando this morning. I saw Bitcoin broke below 39. I was like, crypto is a fucking scam. Bam. Tweet oh,
0: it. Interesting. We'll talk what's more the about number that? one tool
1: for scammers in our niche? you want to sign up for this btc program you mm-hmm. want to sign up for this ethereum or shitcoin you know what i mean so there's just so many things that i feel like in that field um ugh, the That's, scammers The it just drives me nuts, they run dude. rampant if i could just get them all in a line in front of me just fucking <laughs> one at a time baby you know plow through just them. One, one one solid left at a time ugh.
0: That's true. Yeah, oh, we're definitely gonna have to talk more about the the whole crypto as a scam thing in our next episode when we have you back. That's uh, that's gonna be a, a topic. When I come for back, day. I,
1: I, listen. I I I I come with receipts. All right. <laughs> I Why love I it. personally feel like cryptocurrency? Is I mean, a scam. I don't
0: necessarily. I'm not i am not going to say I necessarily disagree, but I'm just interested to hear hear how some of that conversation goes. I'm interested to hear yes. Ace and you guys. Go I'll, ahead I'll a little give bit. it to you.
1: Are you a crypto
2: guy, Ace? So. Oh, we gotta see this for the next one. That's <laughs> okay, right. all see right. We'll wait till the next, we'll episode, when
1: yeah, when just, the next yeah, episode when I come back. you guys have to watch the next episode. when I come back, we're gonna dive into this, I and it. it's gonna be controversial.
0: <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I love it. That's good. But well, with that, let's go ahead and you know wrap it up because this has been a great episode, and I do want to save some topics for our for our next timeout. Yeah. But You know, have, you have any closing thoughts or anything you want to share with the people?
1: Uh. You know what, you guys have a great platform and I'm gonna take advantage of using this platform because you guys do have an awesome, awesome program, an awesome business, an awesome brand, right? And I think that's amazing. And I'm gonna take this time to say that option selling is the real deal. You know what I mean? You don't have to be an options buyer, you don't have to go the normal path and if that path's not working for you, widen that options trading toolkit. Mm -hmm. Right? Why stick to one thing if it's not working and they're trying to keep doing it? That's insanity. And I always like to say, if you're losing money buying options, if you just push the sell button and continue doing what you're doing, you're gonna actually be profitable. Mm -hmm. You can actually start making some income back. And that there is a way, there's no direct path to success, a side hustle, your goals. There's no direct path. Everyone thinks that it's just a straight shot, but that's not right. There's a hundred fucked up squiggly roads that lead to your goal. There's never a the way, it's a way. And take advantage of it somehow, some way. And if it's not with me, maybe I hope it's with you. And if you need help with you, I hope it's with you know this next person. Go out there and find the aha moment because you're one step away. Don't quit, never settle, and go out and get what you want. Because like me, I'm down to 60 pounds. I'm making a perfect living, me and my wife. We live so comfortable doing my passion. We travel. Life can be what you want it to be. Just go figure it out. Go get it.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you heard it here first, guys. It's good stuff. Words of wisdom and uh, appreciate the kind words and everything that you're doing is amazing as well. And uh, who knows? Maybe our, cross, our paths will cross and cross in the future as well. So, um, Absolutely. But Thank you guys, you guys for watching. watching. Please, Please like and subscribe, and all the yada yada yada, all this stuff. You know, right? Go follow uh, Max Options Trading. Uh, on Instagram, Twitter, is that the handle Max Options Trading and yeah. also Big so Daddy on, Max. Right? So on
1: Instagram, you can find me Max Options Trading and the Big Daddy Max is my personal trading page. On Twitter, it's Max Options Trade. On YouTube, it's Max Options Trading. If you just Google Max Options Trading, find we're gonna it. we're gonna take the front two pages. So you could you could find one any one of my socials. So Beautiful. yeah, and I really appreciate anyone who follows, reaches out, uh, comments. If you need help in any way, I say this in every event pod I do. If you need help in any way or just have a question, I will answer it. And you're not going to get anyone else but me. I will be there to help in any way I possibly can.
0: Awesome. Love it. Wait, wait. wait. You answer (laughs) games? Ace doesn't do that. (laughs) I'm one of those
1: rarities. I I I have like an obsessive complex with red. You know when you get like a red one on your email? I have yeah. to answer it. So when I get an Instagram one or a Twitter one, I'm like, oh, shit. I have <laughs> to look at it and answer it. 99% of the time is, oh, God, you're the worst type of person. <laughs> what is that, 12,000 emails? That. Yeah. 22,000
2: emails and 125 hundred yeah.
1: texts. Yeah, I could try, never do try that. Try working with them. I could know, never. Sometimes. So I'm the, I, I, I have to get rid of it ASAP. And 99% yeah. of the time, it's some like, Max, have you thought about email marketing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know right. Something like that. But, you know, uh, you,
0: could, you, could, you have a great page. I could help yeah, you monetize yeah. this. I noticed I
1: was on your website. I noticed nine errors that you have. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. So you can follow me on any one of them. And uh, if you haven't checked out my YouTube yet, multiple free courses. On everything options buying, everything options selling, I laid my brain out for free for everyone on YouTube. I always say, start with the free resources, utilize them, get into them, find out how, if and how this is even for you before you spend a dollar. Mm-hmm. And so that's one place I know for a fact you can go get a massive education, college level for free.
0: Yeah, amazing. Well, thank you. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate we'll have you back guys. Soon yes, and. This has been a lot of fun, and uh, but i, I got to go get some floss. i got some mistake in my teeth from, from earlier. Hey, you saw me hit it right away, right? <laughs> that's right. I don't mess around, baby. I was impressed. Y'all still trying to make me jealous. We got, yeah. okay, <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, I, yes, stay <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, baby, I stay strapped, Ace. Ready? Uh-oh.
1: Oh, baby, I stay strapped. When the you eat meat, baby, pocket. you got to get that's a floss hilarious. ready. Yes.
0: Nice. Perfect. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. Appreciate you. Peace. See you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Stocks and Sandals podcast. If you like our show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, following our socials, and joining our community on Discord. But most importantly, remember this. Don't touch the thermostat.